This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, October 21st, 2019. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest. Zakia Caldwell is a Philadelphia native who began her journey as a photographer in 2010. Since then, she's collaborated on many projects, including Saks Fifth Avenue's Salon and Spa, NBA star Chris Bosch, Mr. Nice Tie by Armstrong and Wilson, Diva Curves by actor Syed Badrea, as well as numerous celebrities and influencers. Zakia's work has been published in a variety of magazines, including Philadelphia Wedding Magazine, Philadelphia Magazine, Cole Magazine in Norway, Elements Magazine, Fabu, Fabu Plus, Queen Size Magazine, BTFL, and Pose Magazine, to name a few. Most recently, Zakia shot the October 2019 Love Your Body issue of Plus Model Magazine and is nominated as Female Photographer of the Year for the inaugural Full Figured Industry Awards, November 2nd in New York. And we're going to learn all about her today. Let's welcome Zakia to the show. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm awesome. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm excited to talk about uh, you today and learn more about your brand. So you started your journey as a photographer in 2010. Now, did you go to school for photography or are you self-taught? Half and half, actually. Um, You know, I went to college. uh, You know, I got my undergraduate degree in business and accounting. Um, I even went for an MBA with a concentration in human resources management, something totally different than photography. Um, and then once I was, you know, once I was um, com- had completed all of that, I still had this like yearning for some type of creativity. Um, my mom was a seamstress. My se- my sister was a seamstress. So the creativity kind of just ran through us. And so I decided to take a master's course in photography. So of course, because it was a master's course, I had to teach myself the basics. So I had to pretty much learn all the basics of photography on my own so that I could try to keep up with the with the coursework in the master's program. So God knows how they even um, approved me into the master's program. It was the first time I had ever picked up a, a, a camera, and I borrowed somebody's camera to take some photos to actually submit to the program, and they, now, and they approved me. At that time, were you interested in being a photographer full-time, or is this just something that just happened organically? It's something that happened organically. You know, I, you know, I wanted to, like I said, fulfill that creative gene that I had flowing through me, um, and I wanted to try to find something that was creative and fun, not knowing that photography was going to lead to so much more in my life. But um, at the time, you know, I thought it was just something that I can do outside of 
my normal everyday nine to five. But then it just took over your whole life. Oh, it took over my whole life. I mean, um, I've been, so that means I've been doing photography for about nine years now. And Mm -hmm. back then I was working as a a prop, I've been working in, well, I was working in property management for about 10 years. And two years ago, I finally decided to take the jump and leave my day job and do photography full time. So, and that's that's where we are today. Oh, beyond scary. Um, because I have the background that I have, like business, accounting, I was very rigid. Um, the thought of, oh, my gosh, you're going to have to do everything on your own and try to make it. I was afraid to leave my nine to five because you don't have a, a set paycheck every two right. weeks. I said, but, um, you know, with the supportive family, they say, you can do this. You can really do this. And I, I, I walked into my job that day um, not knowing that I was going to give my um, my two weeks notice, and I did. And I haven't looked back. Wow. So how did you discover and get involved with the plus-size community? Um, you know, uh, so since it was back in 2010, maybe two years in, um, I shot with a, a plus-size la- young lady. Um, and she then introduced me to Jay Drivers of Plus Model Shoots, who used to provide the covers for Pose Magazine. Um, and they reached out to me, and they said, you know, we would love for you to come and shoot this cover for us of um, Songstress um, Cassia Rollerson. So they came out to Philadelphia, we did the shoot, and then from then on, we kind of built a relationship. So every time they would shoot a cover, um, they would reach out to me. Um, so sometimes I would come to New York, sometimes they would come to Philadelphia, or if it was in another state, we would kind of meet there. And then I became, began shooting multiple covers for them. And that kind of introduced me to the plus industry. So working with them um, expanded your brand in that market. It did. It absolutely did. Um, because I, I began to be seen on one, it was, you know, at the time, Pulse Magazine was actually pretty large because they were an actual print magazine. So a lot of other magazines had the online platform, but they also had print versions of their magazine. So some other, um, a lot of the models actually looked up to their magazine because, like, oh, you know, I want to be on a print magazine. I want to be able to have it in hand and see it. So a lot of the community were was, you know, seeing this work and seeing that it was me at the time. And then I began um, to just build my clientele in the plus industry from there. Now, on your Instagram, your photos are mostly plus-size women. So would you say you are a photographer that specializes in plus-size models now, and that's your main clientele? Um, That is my main clientele. Um, I shoot, you know, everyone. I shoot all walks of life. Um, But I feel like the plus community embraces me um, and enjoys the work that I provide and then feels that I can enhance their beauty just as it is, not try to alter it. So I think I get a lot of business because of that. Yeah, because a lot of photographers cannot uh, do plus-size models or plus-size people in general well. It is a skill. It is. You have to know angles. You have to know lighting. There's a lot of different things that – go into it so that you can make sure that you're flattering your model and not catching them underneath their chin or, you know, in a bad light because it enhances some of what we consider to be flaws, but not necessarily is a flaw to someone. 
Right. So why do you think mm-hmm. some photographers shun working with plus sizes, especially in high fashion? I think they just don't know how to. I, I think mm-hmm. they don't know how to, and, and, and in a sense, they make it seem like it's, it's something else, but I think that they just don't know how to do it in a, in a, a really great way. Mm-hmm. Like we that. just said, yeah. it's a skill, and it's a skill they might not it's have. It's a skill, yeah. It's a skill. Um, and for the longest time, we've seen in magazines, um, you know, this, the thin young, the thin lady who can bend all the way backwards. But plus models can bend all the way backwards, too. They just has to be a little different. It just has to go a little differently. So I, they're so used to working with the small models, they don't really know how to work with the larger ones. Right. And we're used to hearing about models being discriminated in the industry, but it's interesting to hear it from a photographer's perspective. Now, tell me about the sexism you face (laughs) as a female fashion photographer. Yeah. So photography is a male-dominant industry. Um, fashion photography just you know when you when you think of a, a photographer and you think of a fashion photographer most people think of a male and um, when it comes to models they think of that as well um, I have a lot of black female photographers who state like they've been turned down from jobs just because the person found out that they were a female or they found out they were a male some think that we're not as capable as a man to do the job um, sometimes we have to go through a lot more as far as submitting work, whereas a man wouldn't have to do the same. I had an instance where um, a young lady was introducing another young model to me, explaining to her at the time, I, that was when I was shooting for Pose, she was expressing to her, you know, this is a model you should get to, I mean, this is a photographer you should get to know. She does this, she does that. And then she began to try to talk to me about, a male photographer that she shoots with, and she just continued to talk about this person, never even acknowledging that she was trying to say to her, this is somebody that you really may want to shoot with, but all she could think about was talking about this other male photographer. And then now I've shot with her many times in my later years. But in that time, in that moment, she didn't even want to hear it. All she wanted to talk about was the male photographer that she knows. So do you think you've missed out on opportunities simply because you are a woman? Um, for me particularly, you know, um, last year I was uh, interviewed for an article by Rec.com um, about sexism in the um, the female, fa- well, in the fashion industry as far as photographers go. And for me particularly, I don't think I have, um, but I hear so many different stories from my counterparts who say that, you know, like the jobs that they went for, the people were responding to them and specifically saying that they wanted a male. And I, and honestly, when the, so there were two articles that actually came out. One was done by Dana Cole in Norway um, about black female fashion photographers in the industry and how they're underrepresented. And she also included my work into that article as well. And when she did that, um, there's a um, a large uh, company called F-Stoppers, where a lot of photographers go, um, read articles, do workshops. 
Ev Cypress actually reposted her in her article, and in that article, a lot of you know a lot of people commented, and um, mm-hmm. amongst the comments were all men, and all of the men were like, "Oh, that's not correct. We don't believe that. This, that, and the other." But a couple of people had to point out, "Do you realize that you are a part of the majority, and you are the one that is saying that it's not true?" And they right. couldn't understand that. They couldn't understand it. They can't comprehend it. Well, that is the first time I've heard that perspective from a, a photographer. So thank you for sharing oh, that because yeah. I had no clue. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I it, thought your portfolio real. just. I just thought your portfolio just speaks for your work, and then people would just hire no, you like off of that. Other, yeah, it's like any other industry. Um, there's always a minority. Um, there's always a majority. Um, and sometimes the majority doesn't see the viewpoint of the minority because they're in the majority. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now tell the emerging plus models and influencers that are listening how important it is to have professional quality photography when building your brand. Um, it's ex- extremely, extremely imperative. Um I've done castings before and received all type of imagery from all different types of models. And the ones that stand out are the ones that are professional. Um, Sometimes when you send in a selfie to someone, while, yes, we can see you in your natural state, but sometimes we can't even see everything that's in your background. Um, So having professional photos may make or break whether or not you actually get a job. You should be shooting for the client that you would love to book. So if you are a model who's interested in working for Ashley Stewart, then you should be booking a photo shoot with a photographer that can shoot those style of images. Right. And that costs money. You have to invest in yourself, not trying to do uh, freebies all the time. Right. And you know what? You can find a photographer who sometimes is, is very inexpensive or they're very new and they still have really good quality work. Um, and that can get you some really good portfolio uh, images. But nine times out of ten, you have to invest in what it is that you want. And that's whether you're a model, a photographer, uh, any type of artist. You have to invest. Yes, and I always tell people that a good uh, photo shoot maybe could cost you $1,000. But people, <laughs> you know, if they're not really dedicated to their craft, they'll think that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, they do. And um, when you get with, if you, you know, let's say your goal is to be um, with an agency, they're going to require that you have professional images. They may look at your selfie. They may look and they say, oh, you know, she has potential. But they may just throw it to the side, too, because they look at, they're looking at it and saying she didn't even take the time to invest in herself to be seen. So is she going to be able to put in the energy and the time that it takes to be a professional model? Exactly. Now Mm -hmm. you put in the work because you are constantly putting out new projects. Tell us about this cover you shot for Plus Model Magazine that came out this month. Oh, I was so, 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 so excited for this. Um, I was able to collaborate with Maddie from Plus Model Magazine for their October Love Your Body issue. 
Um, we set out to try to find different body shapes, um, ethnicities, um, people with this different physical attributes, whether that be like vitiligo or uh, we actually had a few other um, people with different physical attributes. Unfortunately, they weren't able to make those the actual shoot, um, but we would have loved to have them as well. So we wanted to definitely represent a, a large a, a range of different models in the industry for that shoot. And what has the feedback been since this has been released? Oh, it's been amazing. It's amazing. Um, the 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 emails, the the inboxes, just saying thank you for showing um, the world that we're shaped in all different ways, but we're so beautiful. Um, you know, initially the cover wasn't even going to be everyone in their underwear, and when and when Maddie saw us, she was like, "This is it. It's impactful. It shows exactly what this issue was about." Now, was this your first time working with Plus Model Magazine? It was. Yes, this was my very first time. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it from start to finish. I was able to cast for it. We received over 300 submissions for the cover. You know, unfortunately, we had to bring it down to a, a, a much smaller number, but um, there were a ton of beautiful, beautiful people who submitted for this um, article. Well, congrats on that. And who else do you want to collaborate with in the future? Anybody on your uh, radar for 2020? You know, I've always had a goal of um, shooting really high fashion work. And um, so, you know, my ultimate goal, of course, is our magazines like Harper's Bazaar and Vogue and those magazines, but I would love to shoot for Essence. I would love to shoot for Essence. That's a goal of mine for 2020. Nice. And besides, you know, being a businesswoman, you also have a nonprofit element of your business. Now tell me about Kia Cares organization. Uh, Kia Cares. I've always had a passion for the homeless community. Um, growing up, um, we've always, my mother has always given to the homeless. Uh, we would be walking down the street, and if anyone would ever ask her um, for for money, she would always say to them, you know, I don't have any money for you, but I may be able to walk you to the corner and grab you something to eat if that's what you want. Um, so we always grew up seeing that and knew that if we passed a homeless person on the street, she was going to offer them something to eat. She was going to offer them something. She wasn't going to walk past them and just not acknowledge them. So in my adult career, um, as I, you know, embarked on photography, I was trying to find a way to use photography to give back to the homeless community in some way. So every year for the past, I believe it's four years, um, for the past four years, I've uh, created a T-shirt every year, and the proceeds from the T-shirt went to provide different things for the homeless community in the winter months. So uh, the first couple of years, we actually provided haircuts to all men's shelters in the Philadelphia area, um, where they also receive before and after photos of before their haircut, because sometimes really all they need is to know that some people care. Um, a lot of people, um, a lot of the things that I hear from them is that, um, you know, sometimes people walk past us and act like they don't even see us. Sometimes a hello means more than you even know. So every year I've done that. Um, I provided, um, so the proceeds from that for the first couple of years, like I said, we did the haircuts uh, in the men's shelters. And then 
Um, once we stop that, we begin to go out to the streets during the winter months. So um, we usually take a group of people and we actually get uh, hats, scarves, socks, um, blankets, and we actually go out into the street in those cold winter days and we begin to pass them out. Um, when we find that people are sitting out there in the cold, we'll bring them. One year I was able to provide the homeless community with Christmas wishes. So we would actually go up to them, we would approach them and talk to them and see if they can have anything, you know, feasible, of course, feasible for me to do. What would they want for Christmas? And some of them say, you know, a pair of shoes. We would leave, we would go and purchase them a pair of shoes, and we would come back and provide it to them. So we've been able to really do a lot with um, selling the T-shirts every year. So I'm kind of gearing up now um, to create the new shirt for this year so that we can provide um, the homeless community with some things this year. And where can the shirt be purchased when it's available? Uh, when it's available, it can be purchased right on my website. Um, if you see it through um, any of my social media sites, you can always um, inbox me for the information. But my website is www.kiacaltwellphotography.com, and there will be a page directly for Kia Cares where you can go right onto there and you can click on the T-shirt and purchase it. This year, well, what I think we're going to do with the proceeds for the T-shirt is that we're going to actually provide like a survival, outdoor survival kit. So it'll have like a blanket. It'll have all of those things, like a blanket, a socks, sock, gloves, hat, scarves, maybe hand warmers. It'll be in a bag for them so that when we walk up to them, we could just pass them the bag with everything in it. Well, that's excellent. And I also saw that you have a special coming up for the month of December where a portion of the proceeds go to the American Heart Association. Now, why did you choose yeah. that organization to support? So that is very close to my heart. Um, four years ago in October, my father passed away with a heart attack. And, um, you know, as much as I love to do uh, fashion shoots, on his birth, on, his, on the day that he passed, I got the idea to offer a shoe in his honor and then for the proceeds. So that's why the proceeds are actually going to the American Associate Heart Association, Heart Association because he passed away uh, from a heart attack four years ago. Nice. So there's a big charitable element to your business, which is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Um, like I said, my mom showed us that, you, you know, some people just want to be seen. And a lot of people need help. Um, so if you have anything, um, some of it you should be giving away. Some of mm -hmm. it you should be giving to help other people. And so everything that I do, um, you know, of course the winter months are, are very crucial for people who sleep out on the on the streets. Um, that's why we were offering the, the haircuts and everything to the people who were in the shelter but the people who are outside laying on the ground on those steam vents um, are getting sick. So at least if I can't help them get off of this street, I want to be able to help them survive while they're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you do amazing photography and you are giving back to the community. So it's no wonder that you have been nominated for Female Photographer of the Year um, at the inaugural Full Figured Industry Awards. Now, are you excited about this? I am. I'm so excited that, you know, you work hard 
And then to see that your peers, you know, nominated you, and then that people actually voted for you. <laughs> like, people actually voted for you, and they think that you do just a, a, a great job, just like you think that you do. You know, I work hard every day to try to produce great work, and to, to be acknowledged for that is a really, really humbling feeling. And since um, I've been hearing you talk in the interview about the sexism, is you are you glad that there's a female photographer of the year and a male photographer of the year, so at least a female can always be acknowledged? Um, you know what? I haven't actually really even thought of that 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 process. Um, I think that it's nice that is their category, but I do want people to start looking at the industry as a whole, um, because female and men should be in the same category because the skill level is the same. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's but true. I do appreciate that it was separated because then it because then a female photographer would definitely um, be nominated. But I think that in the future, I think the female's work stands up to the quality of the men. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what is your ultimate goal with your career and your brand? You know, I, you know, I really enjoy providing model portfolios for, for the women in the industry and helping um, push their careers in the direction that they want to go to. Um, my ultimate goal is always to shoot editorial uh, for fashion magazines um, and for different brands and collections. Um, similar to what I just shot for Courtney Noel's uh, new collection, Uncomfortable. And speaking of that, do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for? Uh, outside of December's uh, holiday red fashion shoot, I will be in Nashville in January 2020. Um, I actually will be there for a photography conference, um, but I did open up five spots. Um, to shoot with me while I'm there. So currently I only have one spot left. Um, so, but that is the next thing that I actually have coming up. Hmm. So you coming down south? I'm coming down south. <laughs> I've never been to Nashville before. I'm actually really excited. Nice. So before you go, tell us your mm-hmm. official website and social media pages so we can keep up with everything you have going on. Absolutely. Um, my website, um, like I stated earlier, is www.kiacaldwellphotography.com. My Instagram name is Kia Caldwell Photo. Uh, my uh, Facebook is uh, Kia Caldwell Photography, but you can also follow me under my actual real name, too, which is like Kia Caldwell. Um, I post a lot of imagery uh, on there as well. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hopefully, we have an opportunity to work together sometime in the future. Absolutely. I know we, we live far away from each other, but you never know what right. can happen. You travel. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, and I've actually been a fan of your work for a while, but I did not know you were the photographer for Pose Magazine. So i actually been familiar with your work longer than I realized. So that's awesome. oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, you know, I, I've come across a lot of people recently who didn't realize that I was a photographer a few years ago for Pose as well. Um, back then I was a very, you know, very young and new to the industry um, when I shot for them. Um, and over time, I've kind of built my own 
platform uh, for my work. But, um, yeah, I've been out here for a while. <laughs> yeah, you've been, been putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working hard, working hard. Well, congrats again on your nomination for Female Photographer of the Year. Continue success with everything you have going on and definitely keep in touch. Thank you so, so, so much for inviting me today. I really, really, truly appreciate it. All right, and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest this evening, Zakia Cotwell. Make sure you check out her photography and make sure you check out the October issue of Plus Model Magazine this month. I've been your host, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.